everybody. Welcome to your midweek drop of Trashy Divorces, Trashy Breakup Edition. My name is Stacy. Hey, everybody. I'm Alicia. Really excited you're joining us today for the end of season 14, it, Trashy Breakups. It is final, final Trashy Breakups of season 14. And then we're off next week. We're headed into the twilight of this season, so to speak. Wow. Well uh-huh. done. Well uh-huh. done. Thanks. We will be coming back to you Wednesday, July 6th. That will be your next Trashy Breakups. We're going to be taking a week off. But before then, as I mentioned, we're in the twilight. Naming this episode after the song by the band. If you don't know about a band called The Band, please find out. The band has a really terrific song called Naturally Twilight, written by Robbie Robertson. Great cover that Sean Colvin does. But I'm just going to quote a little lyric here. It's the saddest song I've ever heard. I love it so much. Don't put me in a frame up on the mantle, for memories grow dusty, old, and gray. Don't leave me alone in the twilight, because twilight is the loneliest time of day. Hmm. Don't leave me alone in the twilight, because twilight's the loneliest time of the day. Oh, that's some songwriting right there. And how does this relate to our subjects this week? Yeah, I probably should have started there. Maybe. Yeah. Today I'm bringing you the trashy breakup of Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Ah, stars of Twilight. Gotcha, gotcha. It all comes it back all, around. all comes around. Let's talk about it. The Twilight book series and subsequent movies have had an enormous impact on contemporary culture. The fans of these stories were loyal and sometimes extreme. To those who are not swept up in the Twilight fan craze, It may have seemed like just a vampire book and movie, but it was actually much more than that to a whole generation of young people and the entire direction of young adult literature in addition to romantic fantasy. That's a lot. It's a big deal. People who like Twilight really like Twilight. I am aware of the phenomenon that was Twilight. (laughs) The Twilight Saga films included Twilight in 2008, Twilight Saga, New Moon, 2009, Twilight Saga, Eclipse, 2010, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part 1, 2011, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part 2, 2012. Wow. The books, written by Stephanie Meyer, have sold over 100 million copies, translated into 37 different languages. Stephanie Meyer was a best-selling author in America, both in 2008 and 2009. Before the premiere of the first film, fans camped out for days just to get a glimpse of the stars. By the end of the series of movies, the Twilight Saga franchise had grossed over, you want to guess? A billion? Three billion. Wow. Wow. In box office sales. So after being so emotionally invested in the love story of their fictional characters, naturally, right, fans become equally as invested in the real-life love story of the actors. The off-screen love story was equally as dramatic as the supernatural, melodramatic love story they portrayed on screen. Known as the couple name of Robston, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart became part of pop culture, and when these two broke up, fans were devastated. It wasn't a good mashup name, though. Robston? That's not... Benefer rolls off the tongue. Robston, Robston doesn't really have yeah. the same panache. 
cleverness to it. Okay, go ahead. Just going to sit over here and judge tabloid writers. Well, I guess it's better than Christert. There, there are not a good, lot of good ways to go sure. on that one. Sure. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get these two together. Because it may not seem like a long time ago now, but back in 2008, the world seemingly could not get enough of the movie Twilight and its stars, Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart. Their chemistry on screen was undeniable and sent tween and teen girls swooning across the world. Naturally, it wasn't long before people started saying they were an off-screen couple as well. Romance rumors start in 2008, when the pair appear in a super sexy Vanity Fair photo shoot promoting the film. For a long time, the couple continued to publicly deny, 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 100%, any report of their relationship, even though they were regularly seen together looking very much like a couple. At the premiere of the first Twilight film, the two are seen kissing. Maybe a little bit of a minor bust. Look, friendships look a lot of different ways. (laughs) A few months later, they are photographed at a resort together on the Isle of Wight. Like you do with with your your friend. (laughs) But still, Robert and Kristen would not acknowledge that they were in a relationship. Robert will tell Vanity Fair, It doesn't make any difference what you say to the tabloids. I've literally been across the country from Kristen, and it's like, oh, they were on secret dates. It's like, where? I can't get out of my hotel room. But it is not until 2010 that the couple finally admit that they are together. In February 2010, the couple had planned to attend the BAFTA Awards together. However, they were unable to arrive together because of the fan and media craze that would ensue. But finally, this time, when Pattinson was asked about the relationship, he will tell The Sun. It is extremely difficult, but we are together, yes. We can't arrive at the same time because of the fans. It goes crazy. This was supposed to be a public appearance as a couple, but it's impossible. We're here together, and it's a public event, but it's not easy. (laughs) Woe is me. Right? Okay. And although they chose to arrive separately... Pattinson cheered as Stewart was named the winner of the BAFTA Rising Star Award. The couple celebrated together at the after party as well. But it is not Twilight necessarily that brings them together. Let me tell you about Robert Pattinson's poster on the wall. Because long before they starred together in Twilight, Pattinson said he knew there was something magical about Kristen Stewart. The actor told E! News, that when he watched a 14-year-old Stuart in the 2005 film Zathora before they even met, he felt like she had a magical quality and already felt chemistry with her. Kristen didn't feel chemistry with Pattinson prior to the meeting, but she sure as heck felt it as soon as they were introduced. So Stuart had already been cast as Bella before Pattinson's audition for Edward. She was at director Catherine Hardwick's home when Pattinson came to practice a few romantic scenes together. After the initial meeting, she demanded that Robert Pattinson be cast as Edward in the film. Oh, interesting. She told The New Yorker it was so clear who worked. Since then, Twilight director Catherine Hardwick told The Big Hit podcast that she had to warn star Robert Pattinson that Kristen Stewart was only 17. And that meant that she was underage. She gives this after seeing how passionate the two were during the practice audition. Wow. I mean, good note. (laughs) Smart. She's 17, dude. Yeah. 
gotta wait. We would hate to have to make future films without you because you're in jail. <laughs> so on the podcast, Hardwick describes the audition at her house to test the actor's chemistry. Rob and Kristen auditioned on my bed, the kissing scene. Rob was so into it, he fell off the bed. And I'm like, dude, calm down. And I'm in there filming with my little video camera, whatever. Okay. Sounds that that went to a lot of creepy, in, but I get it. In any other context, that would be <laughs> the most horrifying sentence I've heard recently. Okay, go ahead. Trashy out of context sentences. <sighs> Regarding giving uh, Robert Pattinson the part, Hardwick said, I could tell they had a lot of chemistry, and I'm like, oh my God. And I thought Kristen was 17. I don't want to get into some illegal things. So I remember I told Rob, by the way, Kristen's 17. In our country, it's illegal to have a sexual. And he's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and she went on to say, after I cast him, I told Rob, don't even think about having a romance with her. She's under 18. You will be arrested. When interviewed by the New Yorker, Kristen mimicked a swoon, dropping her golf club at the memory of their first meeting. She said that Robert had an intellectual approach that was combined with a, I don't give a fuck about this, but I'm going to make this sing. And I was like, ah, same. The New Yorker piece said that Kristen picked up her golf club and smiled as she said, and whatever, we were young and stupid. And it's not to say we made it so much better, but that's what it needed. And that's what anybody playing in those parts needed to feel. Apparently they really found their characters. When Stewart first met Pattinson, she was dating actor Michael Angarano. There was speculation that she was still in a relationship with Michael when she and Pattinson begin their romance. Michael comes to visit Kristen on the set of Twilight after it appeared to many that uh, she and Robert were already romantically involved. Again, Catherine Hardwick, the director of Twilight, told Vulture that she felt a little guilty about being part of Stuart cheating on Michael Angarano because she respected him as an actor, saying he's a wonderful actor. He was in The Lords of Dogtown, one of my favorites, so I felt pretty bad because I love him and they were such a great couple. But when it comes to shady behavior at the beginning of the relationship, Kristen Stewart was not alone. Robert was also seeing fellow Twilight star Nikki Reed Good Lord. when filming was in the early stages, so awkward. Presumably she was 18 or older. <laughs> he will keep that fling with Nikki Reed going only until Stuart becomes available to oh him. Oh my god. Yep. And then breaks it off quickly. Ironically, the movie that brings the pair together was not something that they thought showed their actual true acting abilities. Both said they were not proud of the work they did on Twilight, but were grateful that the experience brought them together. It's a little part I like to call studio advised against relationships on set. <laughs> so the studio will advise the cast against getting into relationships with each other. Ashley Green, who played the character of Alice Cullen in all five Twilight movies, said, They saw how successful Twilight was, and the last thing they want is for a couple to get together and then hate each other, and then the chemistry to be gone, and that's it. So I kind of get that. But at the same time, you're put in these situations where it's an epic love story, and it's difficult not to catch feelings in those situations. I can imagine. And also, it was a pretty young cast for the most part, right? Like, you yeah. put a bunch of beautiful young creatives together, and, like, nothing's going to happen. It's probably fine. <laughs> Bedtime at 9 p.m., everybody. Oh, and we're all rich. <laughs> 
Once it's obvious, though, that Robert and Kristen were in a relationship, they tried to support it for the movie's sake. In 2010, Twilight Saga Eclipse producer Wick Godfrey told Time Magazine, The thing that I think about it is, oh my God, I hope they stay together because it could be awkward on the set. In the next movie, if they have a huge fallout, it's like, wow, they have to portray this love story through two more movies. God, I hope they stay together. Please stay together. (laughs) I mean, reasonable. (laughs) Which gets us to the next block of the story. Okay. Is it really real? The fake relationship conspiracy. Oh, good. Uh Oh, good. The amount of speculation and stories about this couple is hard to imagine. But considering the enormous popularity of the books and movies and the age group of the fan base, the intense coverage and curiosity is way easier to understand. These are tweens and young adults living vicariously through these characters that they loved and feel really connected to. But not everyone was a fan of the couple or the attention that they were getting. Some critics of the couple think that Pattinson and Stewart's relationship mirroring their on-screen romance just seemed, you know, a little too good to be true. Those in that camp accused them of faking the relationship, claiming it was a mere publicity stunt. I mean, that would not be unheard of in Hollywood, but continue. When explaining how ridiculous he felt this conspiracy was to the Washington Post, Robert Pattinson said, For one thing, it would be a terrible marketing tool, and it's not utilized very well at all. People will say anything. I'm still amazed that people even believe anything that's said about us. I mean, it's one of the craziest things about the whole situation, where you can see the whole, is paradigm the right word, of celebrity gossip, celebrity culture type stuff that's literally entirely made up. There's a storyline, you have a set character, and your storyline is written for you. And it doesn't matter what you do. I mean, I've literally tried to do things to throw people off, and it just doesn't get printed. Kristen Stewart's interview with T Magazine was used to confirm the rumor by those who believed the relationship was fake. What she told T Magazine, Kristen Stewart, was, People wanted me and Rob to be together so badly that our relationship was made into a product. It wasn't real life anymore. She continues to deny that the feelings, however, were faked. In 2019, she addresses the claims to Harper's Bazaar by saying, I've been deeply in love with everyone I've dated. Did you think I was faking it? I'm not faking that we got a whole other back half of this (laughs) podcast to get into. Okay. After we hear from our sponsors, we're back with Trouble in Paradise. Oh, I love it. We'll see you on the flip. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast, called Pi, People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are, rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends. So for me, it's, you know. Trying to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you listen to (laughs) podcasts on. Yeah, podcasts, homecasts. Your your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. 
All right, Alicia, there's trouble in paradise. Let Let us have it. By 2012, there were rumors of problems between Robert and Kristen. It happens while Kristen is filming Snow White in The Huntsman with Charlize Theron and Chris Hemsworth. Us Weekly published photos showing Kristen Stewart and Rupert Sanders, who was the director of Snow White and the Huntsman, kissing and hugging and being very affectionate with each other in his car and in other locations around Los Angeles. Like friends do. Not only is Stewart in a very public relationship with, you know, her on off screen mm-hmm. co star love Robert Pattinson, but Rupert Sanders was married and had two kids at mm. the time. If there's anything not trashy about this story, it's that neither Stewart nor Sanders tried to deny or hide it when the photos were leaked. They both responded by issuing public apologies right away. Rupert Sanders issued the following public apology to his wife and children I am utterly distraught about the pain I've caused my family. My beautiful wife and heavenly children are all I have in this world. I love them with all my heart. I'm praying that we can get through this together. But he went on to say that the affair was only a momentary lapse in judgment, quote unquote, and he did not think that he should be punished forever. Oh my gosh. He continued by saying, if you took people off the table for a momentary lapse, there would be no one making art. Albeit that might be true, but it was probably not the right time to make that comment. Yeah, I think also uh, if his wife chose to leave him after cheating, that's not really... Momentary lapse, babe. How could you take me off the table, dear wife, just because I'm seeing other people? Don't leave me alone in the twilight. How does Robert Pattinson take this terrible news? Hold on for the next section. (laughs) Okay, for her part, Kristen Stewart tells People Magazine in her public apology... I'm deeply sorry for the hurt and embarrassment I've caused to those close to me and everyone this has affected. This momentary indiscretion has jeopardized the most important thing in my life. The person I love and respect the most, Rob. I love him. I love him. I'm so sorry. I mean, the sincerity oozes. Let us skip along to the point called cheating scandal aftermath Hmm. and the breakup. Because Us Weekly will report they had sources telling them that Robert Pattinson was upset. Not only upset, but also humiliated by the situation, but was naturally still in love with Kristen Stewart. Regardless, the couple split soon after Kristen cheated, but then they reconciled, at least for a while. Now don't kid yourself here. It seems (laughs) that Pattinson may not have been completely innocent as a victim in their relationship. I'm stunned. Patton was actually rumored to have cheated on Kristen Stewart when he allegedly hooked up with photographer and filmmaker Caitlin Cronenberg in 2012. The two met when Pattinson was filming Cosmopolis, which was directed by Caitlin's father, David Cronenberg. Yeah. Okay. So during the initial breakup, there was constant speculation and tabloid stories about whether or not the couple would reunite. Good Lord. All right. Life and Style reported that Robert Pattinson's good friend, Katy Perry, had warned him to stay away from Kristen Stewart and that she encouraged him to officially split from her. Wow. You Uh, sure you don't want to use Belbiv DeVoe? (laughs) (laughs) A source told Life and Style... Katie has told Rob that she thinks it's a really, really bad idea for him to reunite with Kristen. Katie warned him that Kristen would end up hurting him again. 
I think I just caught up. Did you make that Belle Bib DeVoe reference to poison? I did. Got it. That girl is poison. Thank mm-hmm. you. Katy Perry was trying to tell you. Regardless of Katy Perry's that girl is poison advice, Pattinson decided to reconcile with Kristen Stewart. Fans of the couple are elated to see them back together, but it will not last long. I think the internet may have been the worst thing ever invented. (laughs) For for couples? Yeah. For famous couples? For famous couples. Mm -hmm. With the incessant coverage of their relationship status and continual reminders of the cheating scandal, it was difficult, as you can imagine, for the couple to move on with any kind of peace of mind. Pattinson was apparently paranoid about her cheating again, and he found it impossible to forgive and trust Kristen again. Us Weekly reported that sources close to the couple said that he would make remarks like, how do I know that you're there? How do I know you're telling the truth? What else have you lied about? Again, another source telling Us Weekly, he really put her through the ringer. Ultimately, it was like, either we move past this or we don't. It wasn't good for either of them. It becomes obvious that the relationship is not healthy and was not going to survive. So in May, blessedly, in 2013, the couple split for good. Finished. Out. Also, our movie franchise is over as well. The sun has set. Wasn't just Dawn that broke. Let's go ahead and move on. Find out what happens with our cast of characters. In 2014, Robert Pattinson tells British Esquire magazine after the breakup that the cheating itself was not actually what caused the couple to split. About the cheating in the aftermath, he said, Shit happens, you know. It's just young people and it's normal. And honestly, who gives a shit? The hardest part was talking about it afterwards. Because when you talk about other people, it affects them in ways you can't predict. It's like that scene in Doubt. This is a 2018 film in which Philip Seymour Hoffman plays a priest suspected of inappropriate behavior. Pattinson continuing, It's like that scene in Doubt where he's talking about how to take back gossip. They throw all those feathers from a pillow into the sky and you've got to go collect all the feathers. In 2015, this is more than two years after the final breakup, Kristen still is finding the situation difficult. She makes this very obvious. She tells the Daily Beast, It was incredibly painful. Fucking kill me. In the aftermath of the cheating scandal in the photos, there was an enormous amount of blatant slut-shaming directed towards Kristen Stewart. Not cool. She was dubbed the Trampire by the media. T-shirts were printed with the phrase, Kristen Stewart is a Trampire. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Massive amount of jokes were made at her expense by comedians. But remarkably, none really directed to... The other half, Robert Sanders. No, the guy she cheated with. Yeah. He's not as famous, though, right? No, but he also is a woman. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I I understand. (laughs) Yeah. In 2019, Stewart talked very openly about the relationship and the breakup with Howard Stern. It's always what you want to do. She's a guest on Stern's show. Kristen Stewart says of the incident with Rupert Sanders... It wasn't innocent, but called the backlash absurd, which is true. Yeah, I believe. We lived in a different time then. The slut shaming that went down was so absurd. Yeah. Well, she, and she was twenty twenty one at the time, right? Like, this is garbage. Garbage. She explained that she was not put in the sequel of Snow White and the Huntsman because of that scandal. Oh, God. They didn't put me in the movie. 
because I went through such a highly publicized scandal and they were scared of touching that. I wouldn't say I fell in love with the director. It was kind of a weird thing, but I definitely think that it wasn't that big of a deal and the work is so much more important. Kristen goes on, because you definitely want to tell Howard Stern your secrets, saying that she never had sex with Rupert Sanders. This is the most candid interview, she stated. When asked by Stern why she never publicly explained that the two didn't sleep together, she replied, well, who's going to believe me? It looked like you made out with a dude in public. It looks like you did. It wasn't innocent, and that was a really hard period in my life. I was really young. Although Kristen does share a lot during her interview with Howard Stern, she is clearly still very fond of her ex. Of Robert, she said, we were together for years. That was my first love. She even calls him the best, like even then. Howard Stern tells her that he thinks falling in love with a co-star is one of the biggest mistakes that an actor can make. Kristen's response, pretty simple. There was nothing I could do. That's love. Mm-hmm. All right. What are the two up to now? Yeah. Luckily, both Pattinson and Stewart weathered the storm of their breakup, and they're doing well now. Robert has been romantically linked with several women. He was engaged to singer-songwriter FKA Twigs, but they broke up in 2017 before making it down the aisle. He has been in a relationship with the model Suki Waterhouse since 2018. Previous to that, Suki Waterhouse had been in a serious relationship with Bradley Cooper from Mm. 2013 to 2015. Okay. Young Hollywood spiderwebs. Yeah. Kristen Stewart, though I guess this is a good way to celebrate the end of Pride Month, is currently engaged to her girlfriend, Dylan Meyer. Congrats. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't realize they'd gotten engaged. Yeah. Of her fiancé, Kristen Stewart said, I want to make movies and kids with this girl. I can't believe I'm so lucky. I literally drew her in a dream, and now she exists. That's very sweet. Wanted to end it on a less trashy note. <laughs> True love wins all the time. Don't date your co-stars or something. I just, yeah, I can't imagine the super fame when you're 17, 18. I cannot imagine what, we talk about this a lot, but like that kind of deforms the rest of your life and everything in it, so... Stacy, Yeah. That's season 14. Hey. Trashily wrapped for breakups. Wow. Wow. Thank you all so much for joining us every week. Again, we're off next week, but we will be back July 6th, you said? On Wednesdays. But don't worry, we got one more trashy divorces story this Sunday for you. We do. As we... Two more. Clean up season 14. Absolutely. And celebrate summertime. We sure appreciate all y'all being along for this magnificent trashy ride. We can't wait to see you Sunday and until then. Keep your hands clean, friends. Keep those hearts trashy. Soap on the one, no soap on the other. It's a thing. (laughs) Big love, everybody. Have an incredible week. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. 
Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.